Welcome to Words to Encourage, the daily radio broadcast of the Bible Baptist Church of Grove City, Ohio. Everyone needs encouragement. We all need to be uplifted. With today's encouragement, here's our pastor, Stan Slater. Welcome to Words to Encourage. This is the daily radio broadcast of the Bible Baptist Church. We're located in Grove City, Ohio, and I'm Brother Slaybaugh. Well, good Thursday to you. How was church last night? My, 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 what a wonderful service we had together here at Bible Baptist Church. Boy, I so appreciate folks who are faithful Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. Faithful to every service, every time the doors are open. And boy, God helped us again last night and met with us. And it just always seems to be the shot in the arm we need right in the middle of the week. And I praise the Lord for it. Great to be with the people of God. Great to study the Word of God. And we had a delightful time together. Hope it was that way where you were, that you were in your place, and that you were a blessing to your church and to your pastor, and that God spoke to your heart as well through the service last night. Now, we look forward. Hey, last day of February, February 29. Got that extra day this year because of the leap year. And of course, tomorrow we'll turn the calendar over to March the 1st. And uh, we're looking forward to the month of March. I want to share something with you today, though, from Proverbs 22 and verse 1. Proverbs 22 and verse 1, where the Bible says, A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches, and loving favor rather than silver and gold. A good name. A good name. What's in a name? I I remember years ago, Indian in Indian fathers talking to his sons, asking about their names. And 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 he said, Now, why were we named? You named us, Dad. And he said, Well, he said, I named you the first thing I saw when I came out of the teepee after your mother gave birth. And he said, looked at his oldest son. He said, That's why your name's Soaring Eagle came out of the teepee and an eagle was soaring through the sky and the next little boy he looked at him and he said that's why you're named running bear i came out of the teepee and 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 i saw a bear running down through the woods and i named you running bear and then he looked at his youngest son he said now why did you ask me puking dog (laughs) oh that's terrible isn't it but listen most of us didn't choose our names uh, I was named after Stan the Man Mutual. Uh, my dad was with the Cardinal organization at that time, and uh, through a series of events I won't go into now, but he, he named me after Stan Mutual. Uh, there's been other names. I, I've heard a name like April Showers. Yeah, true. Uh, B. Sting, uh, Bill Board, Rusty Nail, uh, Scott Free. Uh, yeah, those are those are all legit. And uh, people, I don't know what parents were thinking, uh, but in the Bible, names meant something. Jacob, the trickster, our supplanter. Moses means drawn out. He was drawn out of the water. Samuel, ask of God. Ichabod, the glory is departed. In, in Mark 3 and verse 16, Jesus gave Simon a surname. A surname is like a nickname. The, the name Simon means hearing. Now, it could be that his parents were always hearing him. Maybe he was a very uh, busy and talkative boy. But Jesus gives him a nickname. Now, nicknames will usually have something to do with our personality or our characteristics. You know, because Michael Jordan could could jump the way he could, he was known as Air Jordan. Back in my day, in the 70s, early 80s, hammering Hank Aaron, the home run king. Uh, The first 300-pound lineman who also got to run the ball a little bit, William the Refrigerator Perry. 
Okay, so the nicknames had to do with that. Now, Peter is a nickname, the surname Jesus gave to Simon. He surnamed Peter. Peter means little stone. James and John were the sons of thunder. Uh, Barnabas, uh, the, was Joseph was his name. They gave him the name of Barnabas, our son of consolation, our son of encouragement. Uh, how about you? What would your surname be? What would your nickname be? Would it be Mark Moody? Would it be Larry Loosetongue? Would it be Trevor Temper? Would it be Carl the Complainer? Would it be Gary the Grouch? Would it be Lance the Liar? Would it be uh, uh, Leonard the Lazy? Isaac the Impatient? Or would it be Fred the Faithful? Philip the Friendly? Sam the Soul Winner? Scott the Student of Scripture? Bob the Bible Believer? You see, Jesus gave these nicknames to his disciples, and it seems maybe he would give them to us as well. You want a good name. You want a name that isn't always mispronounced. You want a name that people won't make fun of. You want a name that isn't Adolf or Jezebel or Saddam. You want a, you want a good name. When we talk about having a good name or losing a good name, we're really talking about the impressions that people associate with that name. That's your reputation. And here, God says you want a good name. I know sometimes people say, I don't care what people think of me. Well, that's true. That's not, uh, that, that, may, yeah, that may be how you feel, but it's not true. And it's not right. The Bible says that that good name is worth some effort. It's the value of a good name. And when you have a good name, you have something of real value. Someone said life is for one generation. A good name is forever. Life is for one generation, but a good name is forever. How can I get a good name? Well, number one, stay away from landmines that could remove a good name. Stay away from the landmines that could blow up your name. In 1865, John Wilkes Booth shot President Lincoln in the head and jumped from the balcony. As he jumped, his boot caught in the bunting around the booth, and he landed wrong, breaking his leg. He escaped. And he sought help with his leg from a doctor named Samuel Alexander Mudd. He set Booth's leg. Later, when he was questioned, Mudd, Mudd claimed he didn't recognize Booth, that he really didn't know him. But a military court found otherwise. And he was found guilty as an accessory after the fact in the assassination and was sentenced to life in federal prison. Now, that's not the end of the story. While he was in prison, Mudd saved the lives of many prisoners and guards during a yellow fever epidemic. And in 1869, he was pardoned by President Andrew Johnson. But even today, if you're going to be in real trouble, your future's looking bad, they'll say, your name is Mudd. You see, a bad name is a hard thing to shake. When you light a candle, it's easy to keep the fire going. What do you have to do to it? Not much. Well, you work to get it started, and then it pretty much just burns on its own. You may have to protect it. You may have to do a little maintenance on it, but the fire's automatic. But if it gets snuffed out, then you got a problem. If you needed the flame, well, then you're looking around for a lighter, a match, something to get it going again. And a good name is that way. Once it's earned, it's easy to preserve. But if it's blown out, it's a lot of work to get it restarted again. In other words, if you want a good name, you have to stay away from the landmines that snuff out a good name. What are some of those landmines? Dishonesty. What are some landmines? Talking too much. What are some landmines? Being two-faced. Being unreliable. Having a lack of discipline. 
things that people do that erode a good reputation. There are landmines to a good name. Stay away from those. That's a good start. Number two, have integrity. The surest way to a good name is to have integrity in your life. As a result of some poor planning, a man in Texas needed some same-day dry cleaning before he left on a trip. He remembered one store with a huge sign, one-hour dry cleaners. It was on the other side of town, but he drove out of his way to drop his suit off. He filled out the claim tag and told the clerk, now I need this in an hour. She told him, I can't get this back to you till Thursday. He said, I thought your dry cleaning said, your sign said dry cleaning in an hour. She said, no, that's just the name of the store. <laughs> well, how come the... The, 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 the storefront, the, ne- the, the advertiser's door doesn't match up with what's inside. What's on the outside didn't match what's on the inside. We wouldn't accept that in dry cleaning. Why would we accept it personally? A group of workers are standing around near a sign that says men working. A woman approaches them and said, excuse me, I'd like to talk to you about changing your sign. I know, I know, they said. You think it should be changed to persons working, right? She said, no. I think it should be changed to men standing around. <laughs> integrity. Integrity. It comes from an old word that means wholeness, our perfect condition. When we say something is integrated, we're talking about the way it's all together, not a bunch of separate pieces. In math, an integer is a number that isn't broken into pieces. That's a good example of integrity. Integrity describes the person that isn't broken into pieces. His life isn't separated into pieces. What he says, he believes. And it's all together with what he does. He isn't separated into pieces. That's integrity. A person has integrity when what he does and believes is all based on a core set of values. He's consistent. More than just reputation, integration. Living what you believe, doing what you say, walking your talk. It's just the opposite of hypocrisy. So I want to have a good name. I got to avoid the landmines that can blow up that name. I have to have integrity. And number three, I have to realize I have a new name. You see, when I accepted Christ, when you accepted Christ, we became what the Bible calls the bride of Christ. What happens when a bride gets married? She takes the groom's name. And by the way, that's from the Bible. When Adam and Eve got married, the Bible says God called their name Adam. That's where we get that. They take the man's name. The name reflects a change in her life, her status, and in her priorities. She'll not live the same way after marriage as she did before marriage. And we don't live the same way after salvation as we did before salvation. I have a new life. I have a new name. And I have the name Christian. Christian. And if I take that name and do not live differently, then I've committed identity theft. If I join the armed forces, if you join the armed forces, you learn that wearing the uniform means something. There's a way to do things if you're in the Army, the Air Force, the Navy, the Marines. When I took the name of Christ, I am to do all in that name. My life, my status, my priorities all resolve around the name Christian. I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. I have a good name, but I'd also like a nickname, a surname. There are names that stand out in the Bible. Peter, Mary, Martha, John the Baptist, Paul. 
Oh, but I tell you, there is a name I love to hear. I love to sing its worth. It sounds like music in my ear, the sweetest name on earth. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Because he first loved me. Oh, it tells me of a Savior's love who died to set me free. It tells me of his precious blood, the sinner's perfect plea. Oh, how I love Jesus. That's this. Jesus is the sweetest name I know. And we carry that name. Used to be a song we'd sing, Take the name of Jesus with you. Child of sorrow and of woe, it will joy and comfort give you. Take it then, wherever you go. Oh, take the name of Jesus with you. That's my new name. I want to live up to that name, don't you? A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches. Let's avoid the landmines that can ruin that name. Let's walk with integrity to live up to that name. And let's realize we all have that new name if you've come to Christ. And if you haven't come to Christ, come to him today. Oh, he'll in no wise cast you out. Call upon the Lord. Believe in your heart that he died for you, paid your sin debt, rose again the third day, and he'll save you. Well, listen, have a great Thursday, William. I look forward to being with you tomorrow, March the 1st. And we'll turn our calendar and we'll get ready for the month of March. And we'll start out uh, by just praising the Lord. Just praising the Lord. All right, let's just praise the Lord. All right, until tomorrow, this is Brother Slayball reminding you, be good to everyone because everyone's having a tough time. Thank you for listening today. If this broadcast was an encouragement to you, we would love to hear from you. You can contact us by email at pastor at bbcgrovecity.org or you can call us at area code 614-875-2190. We invite you to visit us at the Bible Baptist Church at 2758 Home Road in Grove City, Ohio. Our service times are Sunday morning at 930 for Sunday school and 1030 for the morning worship service. We meet back together at 5.30 for our evening service and on Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. We also host the Bridge to Recovery Ministry, a faith-based recovery program bringing transformation to hurting people and our community. We meet every Thursday at 6.30 in the evening. You can find more information at our website about this and other ministries of Bible Baptist Church at bbcgrowcity.org. We hope that today these were truly words to encourage. Words to Encourage is paid for by the generous members and supporters of the Bible Baptist Church in Grove City, Ohio. The joy of serving Jesus with a smile, a bright sunny smile.